0: This is The Patriot Cause with Bud Cornwell, United States Marine Corps retired. Welcome back, Patriots. This is The Gunny, and I want to thank you very much for listening to The Patriot Cause. Share it far and wide, got good info. Went to a big gun show today in Huntsville, Alabama. And, unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on your point of view, I didn't buy anything. I spent three or four hours going around, seeing some awesome uh, hardware, as you would call it, and some pretty unique things, but I didn't buy anything today. Which, you know, could or could be a bad thing, but I don't think it was. It just wasn't my thing at the gun show. But what I want to talk to you about today is virtue. What is virtue? There's many different definitions that people put in their mind when it comes to virtue. And simply, you can say it's just being a good person. But that's not good enough because that's not the truth. If you just say just being a good person, then what's the basis behind just being a good person? Person. So, we're going to talk about virtue. We are also going to talk about the necessity of virtue. Well, not necessarily me, but a clip I'm going to play, I'm going to give you a better understanding of why we must have virtue in our republic to succeed in a free country. And we're also going to talk about virtue signaling, which is the opposite of having virtue virtue signaling. Lead, follow, or get the hell out of the way. This is the Gunny. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. So let's start off with the dictionary version of virtue. Number one. Conformity to a standard of right. In other words, morality. A particular moral excellence. Number two. A beneficial quality or power of a thing. Number three. Manly strength or courage, valor is a virtue, or the definition of virtue. A commendable quality or trait, merit, in other words, a capacity to act, potency. And number six, the last in the dictionary version of what is virtue, chastity especially in a woman. So that's what the world tells us what virtue is from a definition standpoint. But true virtue is based on human beings following God and His design of a human being. If we were capable which we're not, of doing righteousness according to God, we would all be virtue all the time. Every one of us would be virtuous constantly, but we're not because we're fallen individuals in this world. Through our self-centeredness internally, we are more important than the people outside of us. That's a human nature In the fallen state that we are in. Sin is more important to us than virtue. Than being good to other people. We have to strive to be good to other people. Now you're going to hear this term over and over again. But they were raised virtuous. They were raised by their parents to be good people. How many people in this world that we know have great parents but they turned out to not be so virtuous? Many of us can experience that and feel exactly what's going on in this country because there is a number a vast number in this country that that are no longer virtuous individuals. That's The problem with the human being is being virtuous. I have watched many videos and sound bites from Professor Jordan Peterson of Canada. For those of you who don't know, check him out. And he was, and I don't know if he still is, a university professor at Toronto. And he's a clinical psychologist. Jordan Peters dives into a 2010 Hancock lecture entitled The Necessity of Virtue. He discusses virtue from a contemporary perspective that both encompasses and extends beyond moral religious content. Through compelling stories and research, Dr. Peterson illustrates the necessity of virtue, both from the individual and from society at large. Now, this lecture is an hour long. I'm not going to put you through that. I'm going to only give you about a minute and a half, but I think through this initial minute and a half, you'll get an idea of the necessity of virtue. Listen very carefully to Dr. Peterson as he explains the necessity of virtue.
1: Virtue ethics, morality isn't a field of study. It's a mode of being upon which all fields of study rest. It's also a mode of being on which everything you do in your life rests the way you understand yourself or fail to, the the way you understand other people or fail to, and more deeply than that what role it is that you play in your life in the world. One of the things I've learned for example being a clinical psychologist I spent thousands of hours helping people sort out difficult problems, is that lack of virtue makes people ill. I'm not saying that my clients themselves lack virtue I suppose some of them do and some of them don't, but to the degree that they're embedded in a network of relationships where virtue is fundamentally absent they're tortured and tormented and they're unable to find firm ground and that's not a biological problem even though biologically fragile people might be hurt more by a lack of virtue. A lot of what you do in a real relationship with people, and at least to some degree a clinical relationship is supposed to be real, is provide a forum where people tell the truth. And that's hard because people don't like to tell the truth particularly. The truth is difficult. Um.
0: This is the big takeaway from Dr. Jordan in that minute and a half clip that I just played for you. Many people have this issue. They're embedded in a series of relationships where virtue is fundamentally absent. Do you remember the days where your parents taught you to say, yes, ma'am, yes, sir? That's being virtual. Respect for elders, respect for others. Many people do not have this. They have no respect for anyone around them. And so they form these series of relationships with like people. People like them. Because they become comfortable. And being self-centered and selfish in their actions. And they're all like this. So you have a group. A large group. Of people that have no virtue. And because of that. Like he said. There are tortured and tormented, and unable to find a firm ground. Because they're in these groups of non-virtual people, which is, by the way, a tool of evil forces, of Satan upon these people. They can't find a firm ground to live their life on. So they go whatever direction this group takes them. Whether the group tells the truth or not, they follow this group. And we can all relate to this. We can see how people with no virtue can fall into anything and use that as their foundation. People do not like to tell the truth because it's a human nature of our falling from God that develops this. I don't want to tell the truth. We all are like this. But if you have a firm foundation in a world where truth is first in your life, and it's no longer about you, it's about the world, it's about the people around you, that's true virtue. Taking the truth with you everywhere that you go. But again, if you don't have a foundation of the truth, then you're going to be brought in by Satan into these groups and not have true virtue and respect for your fellow human being. Which leads us into what is called virtual signaling. Virtue signaling is when a person says, I'm better than you. And therefore, I'm going to signal my virtue to you. No matter what your foundation is, their foundation is them. Their self-centeredness. That's what true virtual signaling is. I'm going to play a clip. This clip will give you a great idea, a perfect idea of what true virtual signaling is today. And if you can listen closely to, I guarantee you, you can pick out your friends, your family, and people that you know that fall right into this category.
2: What is virtue signaling? Mr. Reagan. In 2015, there was an article written in The Spectator by James Bartholomew. According to Wikipedia, it says that he was using the term to describe empty gestures intended to convey socially approved attitudes without any associated risk or sacrifice there's no real virtue involved, right? You're just basically saying, look at me, look how awesome I am, I have these beliefs, I think these things, and therefore I am virtuous. I hate Trump, therefore I'm a good person, right? And it's ridiculous, it's, it's, it's an empty way of signaling that you are somehow ethical, or good, or moral, right? Um, I'm against the wall, and therefore I'm not a racist, this kind of thing, right? And so what's the problem with this? What's the problem with saying that you hate Trump online or saying I don't like a wall and therefore I'm not racist? People are taking hard positions, political positions, that they know very little about and they have no interest in learning about. They just want the virtue associated with being in line with other people on this issue. It's, It's not a real argument. There's no real debate happening there. I'm not saying anything intelligent about the issue they 're just saying i 'm on this side you know look it 's nobody wants to be considered a racist, okay nobody, nobody on the right, nobody on the left, nobody but to just say oh i 'm for this or i 'm for that because you know i 'm for women or i 'm for gays or i 'm for blacks, it makes you sound great but you 're not helping the world in any way you 're not really contributing any ideas. You're not, you're not having a conversation. You're just sitting there saying, look at me, look at me, look at me. There is something incredibly ugly about bragging about good things that you do. If you see somebody do something good and they take no credit for it, they just, they just do the good thing and they walk away. Think, wow, that is, that's a good person. They didn't do it for any, any sort of selfish purpose. They just did it out of a sense of decency. But if you see somebody do a good deed and then they run around saying, look, look at the good deed I did. I'm so awesome. I just did this awesome good deed. You think, okay, well, you've got your benefit, right? I think there's something in the Bible about that, right? You, you know, if you do something good and you tell everybody about it, there's your reward. You've been rewarded. That's it. That's, well, that's what you get. Um, but if you do something good and you say nothing about it, your reward waits for you in heaven.
0: That clip is from a person that labels himself on YouTube as Mr. Reagan. And, of course, he loves Ronald Reagan. He has 300,000 subscribers on YouTube. This individual gets it. He understands it. He has great videos of what's going on in America and what's going on in people's hearts. What is important is the fact that he said that the Bible tells you the truth about virtue. I'm going to read scripture to you from Jesus Christ directly telling us what happens when you are not practicing righteousness or virtue. Matthew 6, 1 through 4, and Jesus says this, Beware of practicing your righteousness before other people in order to be seen by them. What your right hand is doing so that your giving may be in secret and your father who sees in secret will reward you. The founding fathers of our country were under tyranny and authoritarianism that caused them to fight for their freedom because they knew that the king of England was not virtue. He did not care about the people that he, quote, reigned over. He was not virtue. And the Founding Fathers developed a governing system that was virtued towards the people, for the people. They were giving to the needy of those under tyranny. They didn't become politicians Just because they wanted to. They left their farms. They left their families. They left their life. Knowing that we have to fight for you. For the needy. And they didn't need any recognition for this. Because they understood that Jesus Christ is going to reward them in heaven. This is true virtue. Understanding that you do good because it is good, not because you want attention to you. That's what true virtue is. And America, for many, many years, had that philosophy, had that conceptual idea as a community, as a family, as a country. The communists are destroying this conceptual idea of virtue. Because if you can kill virtue, true virtue, in a country, then the tyranny, authoritarianism can take over and they can control you and go, look at me. I am the politician, I am the president. I am the Senate, I am the House, I am the Judicial Committee. You must listen to me because I know better than you. And then they stand on their platform and pound their chest. I like to put the situation that we're in, in the same environment as World War II, when Mussolini, if you've ever watched any videos about Mussolini, you can see him standing On this platform, millions of people around him speaking all this garbage. And when he got done, he would fold his hands together and he would just sit back and yep, nod his head. Yep, yep, yep. Because it was all about him. You got to be true Americans with virtue every day. Do not allow this government or anyone prevent you from being the good person that you are to continue the good things and to take care of your family your friends everyone that you come in contact with you because it's simple Jesus Christ will reward you a million times over and you don't have to stand on a platform you don't have to get any accolades or plaques or awards for what you have done because in your heart, you, had, you are doing and continually to do the work that our God has created in us. And you can't do that unless you fight the evil that's in you and fight the evil that's in the world. Then you become a true person. And many politicians in this country and many activists in this country are and have been true virtue people. Martin Luther King was a virtuous person. He didn't care about his attention to him. He cared about the people and the movement that he created to get these people out of this environment so they can live their lives. That's true virtue. We must continue to show the light and show people what true virtue is, no matter what the situation that we run into No matter how much persecution we run into, we must show people that we believe in truth and that truth will set us free. This is the Gunny, out.